0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand
1: Kachigian. Let the argumentation and uh, rancor begin.
2: October 24th, this Hi. special day in history. And why is it special, Armand?
1: Uh, because uh, I'm uh, trying to get laid on POF. That's not special.
2: And for all you out there, that's plenty of fish. The uh, Is that your dating side of choice? I see you grinning over there. Yes,
1: uh, well, I'm, I'm, I like this picture. I what think. what
2: about it do you like so much? Uh,
1: well, there are two things I like. Both of them probably about 42 D-cups. All right, anyway. <laughs> anyway. An- enough of my uh, Tony lifestyle.
2: Yeah, shame on you. Goatish. So on this day in 1590. Wait a minute. Wait,
1: you're way ahead here. Let's let's start with 69.
2: That's what I meant.
1: Right, I thought so. Uh, 69. Roman Emperor. Oh, All right, are you still on your app? <laughs> uh, no, yes, uh, yeah, well, let's start with that. Well, Come on, on Armand, concentrate. We have a show to do. Actually, I finish with that. Start with foreplay. But, uh, oh, the uh, second s- battle of... Uh, Bedriacum, yes. The first battle of Bedriacum, I believe, was uh, between Otho and Vitellius. Vitellius kicked ass, or was it Otho and Galba? So this is the year of the four emperors, 69 uh, uh, common era. I assume both of you know what that is. Nero, of course, killed himself in 68. Oh, what an artist dies with me. The modern day A.D. No, we don't call it that. That's not 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 PC.
2: Can you explain the era of four emperors? The year of four four emperors. Yeah,
1: 69 A.D. There were four emperors. Or C.E., excuse me. Uh, 68, uh, Nero uh, kills himself uh, (laughs) with a little help from the mob. We don't call it that anymore? Yeah, uh, suicide. And... uh, I think we still call it suicide. Yes. Anyway, um, uh, General Galba, uh, who I believe was in the Eastern Empire, takes over uh, with his legions. Well, you know, the, then he got a little problem because Otho, who had his own legions, I believe in Iberia, said, "No, no, I'm emperor." So I think they fought the. F- now here again, I have to. You have to look up the first battle of Bedriacum. Anyway, they fought. Otho kicks Galba's ass. And then, well, lo and behold, here comes Vitellius out of nowhere. He's got his legions, another general, and I think they fought. I think it's Otho and Vitellius fought at the first Battle of Bedriacum, uh, and Vitellius kills Otho, so he's emperor now. So that's three, right? And Otho, then
2: Otho and Galba was
1: it Galba and Otho? Yeah. Okay, I was wrong. Then it was Galba and Otho. That's first Battle of Bedriacum. I believe they call that day the Otho Ono. <laughs> Cease your levitation. Stop levitating. Uh, anyway, this is very. This is very. Uh, Intricate stuff. So anyway, uh, then, or who who are we on? Vitellius. He takes over, and then Vespasian, and this is the second battle of Bedriacum, which I don't think they know exactly where this is. Uh, Northern Italy somewhere, I think, but they don't know the exact location of this. You would think they'd find some skulls or something, or, you know, standards, uh, arrowheads. Anyway, um, uh, Vespasian kicks Vitellius' ass, and he's emperor for, I don't know, I don't know about, uh, what is it, ten years, nine years? Until now, who was after Vitellius? That's a good one. Titus, I think it was Titus came after Vitellius. So anyway, he settled his hash. Anyway, this is this is uh, you know, and this is later mid Empire, and uh, the Romans are fighting each other. Uh, uh, Pretty soon, you know, it it gets to the point where you just buy off the uh, Praetorian Guard and your Emperor. You know, so basically, just gets to bribery. Vespasian. Vespasian. Yeah. for 10 years. Right, right. If it's pacing for 10 years, who was after him? Oh, well, was it Titus? Yeah, Titus. Titus. Okay. Yep. Because uh, I believe Titus's son, uh, we have his birthday today, you neglected.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. who's his son? Domitian. Oh, yes. Yes. That was the very first thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. You. Uh, I left out. I guess, out I guess I need... you assumed it wasn't very important. Yeah. Well, it was. All right. Now you may uh, discuss this uh, trifling bit of okay. uh, parcel of news here.
2: Uh, in 1590, on this day, John White, the governor of the second Roanoke colony, returns to England after an unsuccessful search for the lost colonists. Right. We don't, lost in quotes because well,
1: they're... Well, the lost colony. That's why. That's what it's called, yeah. apparently. They, they went back. I think Sir Walter Raleigh actually started that, that colony of Roanoke. Uh, and they apparently only thing that was left was a tree trunk that had carved in a Croatoan. Which means, well, some Indian tribe around yeah, there, and they
0: never found out what it yeah. meant. It was, but that there was a mystery.
1: tribe, and I think I, I think it meant we got scalped by the Croatoans. Well, probably. another
0: thing too is that they've done archaeological digs around there, and they've found little bits and pieces of evidence. You know, that yes. they may have dispersed from the original settlement and then kind of well, that ended up in a bunch of other places do.
1: around the bay. Well, it didn't work out, obviously. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. All right. So anyway, they lost Roanoke Colony. There are books written about it. I've never bothered to read any, but I'm sure Amazon has plenty if you'd like to pursue that. Maybe
0: one of the colonists had actually fallen in love with somebody named Croatoan and they just didn't finish drawing the plus. Oh, the the art and the arrow? Richard and the arrow.
1: (laughs) Don't you just put in your initials? You seem like a ro- romantic guy. But these
0: people used to write a lot more. I mean, obviously, liter- literacy has gone down a little bit, or at least we don't write nearly as much. Everything's reduced to text messages, <laughs> and so back in the day, people would actually write out their whole names. You know, sometimes first and last. Listen, I'm, I've got to respond that-
1: to this, this lady on plenty of fish. I'm, I'm not going to bother to. Armand, I'm come not going to train bandi- on the show. Yeah, I'm not going to bandy words with you. <laughs> all right. Okay. You know about What's this next guy of all? No, I don't I have no idea who this guy is. He's I don't know why this, you included it. The
2: son of Akbar. Oh, Akbar. Okay. Yeah, well, then so. it's yeah, Arab, uh, uh, Arab.
1: Persian, actually. Akbar. They're all
0: Arabs. His, well, uh, Yangir was his royal name, and it actually means conqueror of world. Oh, okay.
2: Conqueror, yes, conqueror of the world. Um, Maybe that's fourth, what Croatoan fourth, means. Fourth Mughal emperor. There. Oh, Mughal. Yeah, of yeah. course. Mughal empire, yeah. which I
1: believe was the uh, biggest empire of all time, I think. The biggest land empire, you know. Actually, the Japanese empire probably but, took in more space, If you, you know, because it's all ocean. But the Mughal Empire, I believe, was the largest of all time. Mm. I mean, it's almost got like all of Russia and China. The Mughal Empire. Look it up. But yeah. I believe that's if anyone asks you that trivia question. More than the Mongols? Well, well, that's isn't is that what you said? Yo, yeah. Mogul? You said Mogul? Mughal. M-U-G-H-A-L.
2: M-U-G-H-A-L. But that's more yeah. India,
1: I guess. Persian. Persian. Yeah. Mughal. Mughal. Mughal.
2: Yeah. Mughal. Where
1: did it? Uh, where was the Mughal, Mughal Empire? Mughal, <laughs> Mughal. uh Mughal. Mughal. Mughal.
2: Yeah, the Indian subcontinent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Grand Mogul was—you know—that was the uh, ruler of all. Bangladesh,
2: India, India and Pakistan. And uh, and what, and yeah, Canada.
1: Mongol Empire was the largest. tamerlane I, I believe, and that it was, yeah, as far as land yeah. seizure, land mass. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this guy. Now, this guy Jahangir is. How do you? Well, I guess I it, a, young, Jahangir. Jahangir, yeah. I guess, Jahangir. because uh, I'm going go Shah Jahan, a, right?
0: G- well, I'm going to go for uh, Jahangir. Okay. And this means what? Conquer of the world? That's my guess. Conquer of the world. Conquer of the world. Didn't
1: sell himself short, did he? No, no. All right. Well, enough war. Let's get to peace. War and peace. Peace. We want. No, don't read that. Well, we, I, well, this is peace after one of the most violent wars, and it, certainly the most violent war in Europe. Yeah, up to the First World War, I believe, this this had the, I think like 8 million people died we, in this we, war. We should
0: say what it is. Yeah. Uh, so in 1648, the Peace of
1: Westphalia was signed, marking the end of the Thirty Years' War. Yes, particularly destructive in Germany, Hungary, that area. You know, it started out as Protestants versus, versus Catholics, which is okay by me. You yeah. know, what the hell. Kind yeah. of like the Harlem
0: Globetrotters versus
1: the, the general. Right, yeah. Except for they don't always yeah, win. Except, uh, right. There, this was pretty evenly fought, actually. Uh, you know, in wars of religion. It must they, have been to take 30 years. Uh, yeah, and it took every bit of a 1618 to 1648. Although there were several phases of this war, the Swedes fought. Basically, uh, after the Peace of Westphalia, the Swedes get uh, a lot of power. I think so did so did the French and the Dutch. Uh, kind of a shift of power, you know, Germany was well, there was no Germany, Prussia, Austria. Uh, these areas were just totally laid waste because this was like total war. These guys fought, you know, they take you over and they, they didn't kill you. They just took everything you had. And then they set fire to your farm. Who is this? What are you putting up here? Uh, this is, is this that lady that we'll, went over there? Okay. Yeah, we'll don't, we'll don't get to her. It, don't spoil it. Anyway, there are a lot of books about the 30 years war, which is very interesting. I haven't read any of them, but, uh, have read some on this war. Uh, and it was the most costly in terms of life until the First World War, which, you know, I don't know if that's that's a dubious There's honor. There's a death toll of about 8 million. 8 million, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so what do we have next?
2: We have, in 1795, third partition of Poland. The Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth yeah. is completely divided among Austria, Prussia, and Russia.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, Poland went not through. not some... the last time they'll be divided.
2: Yeah, they went through some stuff to... <laughs>
1: That's that's putting it mildly, yes yeah, yeah Tony and I, Tony and I have discussed the uh, sad plight of the poles uh, just happened to be in the wrong place between Russia, Prussia, Germany, Austria. there's all kinds of people want to take take their land. Being an Armenian we know all about that. Uh, now we're talking we' were talking about war and peace. that's uh, kind of segues in this next one the Napoleonic Wars, Battle of Maloyara uh, this is 1812. Uh, Napoleon leaves Moscow. There wasn't much to leave. They set it on fire and the only people who hung around were you know vandals and uh, hookers. Uh, so they leave. They're going back west to France and they, he's still trying to sucker what's his name? Uh, Kutuzov, uh, the, the Russian general into a big battle. This wasn't it. more or less a skirmish. They, the two armies kind of ran into each other. In fact, I don't even think Napoleon was around for this. I think there's more his Italian group. Fought this one and uh, they won technically. But here again, you ever beat the Russians, you may win a battle, you're not going to win the war. So he keeps retreating. It's getting colder. It ain't good for the hussars. If you guys want to see a good movie, I don't know, maybe you've seen it. Have you ever seen The Duelists? No, I have not. Keith Carradine and Harvey Keitel. They're two, yeah, it's a great movie. I think it was Ridley Scott's first directorial effort made in '75. And Harvey Keitel's a total dick. And for some reason, he's got a hard on about Keith Carradine and wants to kill him. So they fight this series of duels, which you know they're both in Russia. They're both in uh, Napoleon's army, and uh, it's got a pretty good depiction of the uh, you know the march back from Russia because you know they're trying to fight a duel and they're so frozen that 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 duel didn't work out. You know, because there's but and then
0: Napoleon Napoleon I believe lost that because he kept checking P O F. While he was
2: on his uh, march yeah, back
1: towards France. But he got laid. See, I, I got her going. Ha, 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 ha. She likes my sense
2: of humor. Got laid in prison. <laughs> did did, you, get, did, did think, she say, did you say, I'm doing a podcast right now, it's so popular? No. She said, ha, 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 ha. I don't want her to
1: hear this podcast. That could be the end of it before it even begins. <laughs> I'll show you guys her picture. All right, this next one, 1851. This is an interesting guy, this William Lassell. I, I hadn't heard of him until... Um, he discovered apparently this guy discovered a lot of moons because he discovered right after like a, like a few weeks after they discovered um, Neptune, which I believe is 1871, uh, Johann Gall and Laverriere, a Frenchman and a German. I don't know. I, I think they were independent. I'm sure they weren't working together.
2: He, William Lassell, English.
1: Right, right. and he's an Englishman, so I know he didn't work with them. Uh, he discovered the moon of Triton.
2: Largest moon of Neptune. Right, yeah.
1: But this uh, we're discussing, 1851 apparently finds or discovers Umbriel and Ariel. uh,
2: Umbriel named after Alexander Pope's poem.
1: Correct. And then Ariel is from The Tempest Mm -hmm. by Shakespeare. All the moons of Uranus are named after Pope characters or Shakespearean characters.
2: That is interesting.
1: Yes. I don't know who came up with that one, but that's what they did. I believe Shakespeare got around. And uh, I don't think, you know, Uranus doesn't have any really big moons, I believe. I don't think anything, you know, it's got a bunch of small ones. Yeah. Uh, Which one is it? Is Ariel the biggest? I I don't even know which one's the biggest. No,
2: Ariel is the fourth largest. What would be the largest moon of,
1: I don't think it's Umbriel, is it? Maybe it is Umbriel, huh? Oh, maybe Titania? Oh, that's right. Titania is the big. Well, no, is it? Because Titan's the biggest of Saturn. I think I would have remembered if it was. Well, Titan is the biggest of Saturn.
0: Titania. Is Uranus, but I don't know if it's, is that the biggest. Is it the I biggest? So, though? so uh, in in order, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that is Titania, Miranda, uh, Umbrion, Oberon, Oberon, uh, Umbriel, and then Ariel. Okay, where's Oberon? There's Oberon, Oberon is a little
1: bit further down. I think it's like the seventh. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's easier than that. So, Titan is Saturn's greatest biggest moon, and Titania's. Which which uh, play cut does that come from?
0: Character? Uh, the uh. Ah, da, 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 da.
1: It's. That uh, Summer uh, Night's Dream? Very good. Yeah, thanks. Titania, queen, queen of the uh, fairies. Mm. Now, no cracks. Mm. <laughs> you remember that because, and here's the way you remember that because. Uh, um, no, no cracks in Uranus. Or, or, well, there's one. Ober- Oberon uh, is the king and Titania is the queen. And you remember that by tits, <laughs> queen. So there you go.
0: That's not how I remember Is that. She, if he, she was a queen,
1: you'd go over on. I remember so that because
0: I've, no I've seen the play. But not only that, but it was made popular uh, by the cartoon series that was popular in the late 90s called Gargoyles.
2: Oh, Ooh, that's a good well, one. Well,
1: for a man who knows all this science from Star one. Trek, <laughs> I assume you know all your Shakespearean characters and I learned Saturday to, morning <laughs> and I learned
0: how to drive playing Mario Kart. I don't see the problem <laughs> with
1: that. I do.
2: <laughs> All right. I just
1: throw bananas at people behind me when they get too we'll, close. We'll get to our scientific battle later. Uh, On this day in yeah, 1857,
2: Sheffield FC, the world's o- oldest association football club, still in operation today, is founded in Sheffield, England. They are not a very... Being the oldest, you'd think they'd had claimed some honors and some awards, but... Who cares? They have not done anything. They set their record attendance... In what do you mean they have they
1: never won the cup or anything, or they didn't have really, won. they've never done won anything in all these years. Well, even, th- even th- though they were th- the only team to participate, in yeah, eighteen, 18, 18 seventy-one, they had to win something, right? <laughs> they yeah. lost. Well, they're, they're in a
2: they're in a very low league. They're in the eighth tier league, So yeah. maybe they've won something around there, but nothing major. Because I remember you remember the sh- the
1: Cincinnati Redlegs would take people on and beat them like seventy to zip, you know, whatever. Because they you know they're the only. Pro team, so you would think so, these guys just wipe up the place with it. The, they couldn't they're, beat they're,
2: amateurs. The record attendance in 1976-77 season, 2,000. So well, I don't care they're not, about their attendance. Well, I'm saying I thought they they'd win some kind of. Yeah. Well,
1: they give away every friggin' I, cup in the world in soccer. Oh. Sounds like a good, w- a well attended high school football game. I don't know if a well attended. Mm. Yeah, they haven't. Average attendance.
2: Uh, well. Yeah, they haven't made it uh, far All in right. the FA Cup. There. Enough, enough of this. now. Oh, by the
1: way, who's going to win the uh, World Cup next year? You want to make a early um, production? not not the, the Netherlands US or yeah. the Netherlands. Yeah, they're not going.
2: Or Chile.
1: I bet you get some long odds on them, though. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: do you think the odds um, are? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Germany. Wow, that's Sentence a ballsy of, a, pick. Yeah. I'm yeah. going
1: to I'm going to go with Argentina. You think?
2: Hmm. That's this is yeah they're they're at the end of a dynasty. I think. And they barely slipped into the World Cup, but anyway, we'll save that. Anybody
1: but Brazil. Oh, not
2: them. So they can, continuing they can do it too. on in
0: 1861, <laughs> okay. uh, we have the first transcontinental telegraph
1: line across the United States is completed. Yeah, you know, for some reason uh, that completely eludes me. Tony has this—he's mystified that they could actually lay a cable across the uh, Atlantic. That—that that never. Every time that comes up, and it does come up often.
0: Oh yeah, no, but it was. Uh, he specific- tends to
1: marvel at that. Yeah, no, but they still do it. Who cares? I mean, yeah, but I don't think it's that is that is that that great of yeah is that that great of an accomplishment? I, I don't know. It's a
0: very specialized. I think there's not more than 2 or 3 companies in the world that do it. Well, I'm sure Because it is, it is actually a big deal. I mean, not not only just like Why? the You just
1: let the thing sink, right? What is the big
0: deal? It's not just letting it sink though. It's actually being able to construct a cable that is capable of carrying that amount of information. Well, I get that. that no, it's I, uh, well that it's also protected and 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 making it so it's continuous.
1: Well, to me that is yeah, that maybe an engineering feat to drop it across the the ocean that's what impressed him Yeah. yeah Making the cable? Yeah. I mean, dropping in the ocean is not a big deal. Maybe
2: he wasn't as thorough with what he was impressed with, I bet. Oh, yeah. I don't
1: know. He was talking about the first one laid down. That couldn't have been that yeah, complicated. No, any,
0: any seafaring vessel that can make a transatlantic yeah. crossing. Throw it overboard, boys. It, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: roll it out yeah. slowly. <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs>
2: Gently lay it Tony
1: down. Tony can't yeah. understand how an anchor works, you know. it's yeah. so, well, you know, his not, physics So I, I, I don't
0: know the the ins and outs. I, I read about this years ago, and uh, but... It, it, the, the thing that seems amazing to me is that at some point, I'm sure that they had to make,
1: you know, like cable couplings. So Oh, I'm sure there's – it's more to it than just laying yeah. it on, you know, but I, I well, it even, just doesn't strike me as yeah. that technically difficult. No, but like the
0: construction of the cable is the thing that's, that's most interesting to me because the longer length of cable that you have, uh, not only for uh, electricity but for data transfer – the more resistance that you have in the line. So one thing, so uh, any a way that a cable works is it helps deliver something from one end one point to another. So I
1: get. And as yeah. it
0: travels through the cable, uh, cables are conductive, but they're they also have resistance. And so that resistance not only uh, results in data loss, but also a decrease in in power. Uh, that's one of the reasons that that's, AC went over DC. You know, like it, the fact that it just moves back and forth. Yeah. Means that it can travel longer distances as opposed to just going straight through the resistance of the cable that it. That or the medium that it travels through. And so, I mean, there's materials that have a very low resistance, like gold is pretty amazing. Copper. But it's not as good as gold.
1: Probably not, but it's It's, also cheaper. (laughs) Yeah, but it's cheaper.
0: Well, exactly, but a lot of the... You're uh, talking about
1: resistivity, conductivity. Resistance. Yeah, No, resistivity is what you're talking about. Resistivity. Well, because he's talking about the substance. Substances (laughs) have resistivity. Interesting. Resistance is resistance. Now I'm thinking see, about whatever reasons, I say, reasons. he <laughs> see. Whatever I say, he resists. That's resistance. His resistivity is very high. Uh, resist. So, irresistible. All right. Where we got here? All these poor Chinese immigrants. What the hell? What was this all
2: about? In 1871, an estimated 17 to 20 Chinese immigrants were tortured and lynched in the Chinese massacre of 1871 in LA. So I guess they were um, some angry white folk were were angry at the Chinese- Probably taking their jobs. I I know that's what they're- No, no, it was for a murder. Oh. But it was apparently accidental, and they Mm -hmm. took to the streets of Chinatown and robbed and did everything poor to these Chinese. Accidental
1: murders are the worst of all. So So, apparently this was justified.
0: And apparently- (laughs) If you're going to murder
2: somebody,
1: do it deliberately. Yeah. It took place on
0: Calle de los Negros. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, huh. That's not a good so translation there.
0: Street of the the Negroes also referred what? to I won't say it, but the N
2: word alley. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: In LA. I used to live. There. I don't know where that is. Oh well, now they it's, might have changed the name.
2: Yeah, to uh yeah, probably. Los Angeles Street, I think is what it got. Oh, that's
1: downtown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wow, right downtown. Huh? Okay. Now. now now you have all these pictures here. I I, I have to admit I did not know this. I mean, we talked about, didn't we talk about uh, Gertrude Ederly yesterday? Uh, first to swim the channel. I, I think what this guy yeah. did is a little tougher than that even. Yeah, stupider. So in
2: 1901, Annie Edson Taylor, a, a 63-year-old teacher, becomes the first person to go over the Niagara Falls in a barrel. <laughs> the second person to go over the Niagara Falls, but first in a barrel. And I guess she claimed to be in her 40s, yeah. but- uh, I think
0: she lied, her, she lied about her age either for pu- publicity or so that they would let her do it. I was
2: thinking it's so they would be like, okay, yeah, you can handle it.
0: Would the first yeah. person go over the falls in?
2: You uh, he jumped. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On yeah. the Canadian side. Well, of in a, course.
0: In a, in, a, in a three-piece suit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> A nice swan. In a dive. That
0: that ended up being becoming more pieces. In a yes, basket. Several
2: years before is when that first one happened. And it was also her birthday, so <laughs> happy birthday, Annie Edson Taylor. All right. Yeah.
0: I, I still marvel at
1: the the whole concept of going over the falls in a barrel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't
2: know where that comes from.
1: That pole sitting, all kind of goldfish eating. Right. There's all kinds of crazy Well, how about the guy but the guy that gets me is the guy that went was it Blondin that went across the falls on a on a, tight on rope? a tightrope? Uh. That doesn't – I mean, okay, that's ballsy. Yeah. But he had his manager on his shoulders. Now, yeah. that guy's nuts. But
0: I think it's even crazier how they laid the tightrope from one end of the falls to the other.
2: How do they do that? <laughs> Tony would think that, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they put it on one end and suspended it. I mean, it and anybody can walk over a
1: tightrope oh, from yeah, one end of the yeah. falls to
0: the other. But. I don't know. How
1: would you like to be on that guy's shoulders? That's that's <laughs> nuts. All right. Uh you make it a chess. Uh,
2: 1911, uh, Orville Wright remains in the air nine minutes and 45 seconds in a Wright glider. Apparently, and that was. Kill Devil Hills, North in, Carolina. In an inordinate
1: amount of time at that back then. Uh,
2: yeah, apparently, that was the first aerial rodeo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, did he kill anybody on that? Because I know he killed. Uh, what's the poor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Selfridge. Yeah. Orville killed him, I believe.
2: What a ballsy guy, though. i ha- I wonder what his maximum elevation was. Yeah, this is a glider, if, though. Know, this but it, doesn't wasn't, count. it wasn't much,
0: though. I don't. I don't yeah. think they got much above 20 feet. Yeah, but this is a glider. I bet they
1: dropped. I don't know. He probably jumped off yeah. a mountain. Yeah, off a hill. So who knows how high he was? I think it, it might don't have been know. as little as eight feet.
2: Nah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's flying yeah.
1: under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't want to get shot down by the Germans. All right, 1926, this is interesting. Harry Houdini's last performance at the Garrick Theater in Detroit. You know the story of how he got killed, supposedly? Although Supposedly. It's, been, it's been, yeah, it's been debated. Oh, that he got punched in the stomach right, because he, right. he wasn't prepared. He, when... Right, correct. Harry Houdini always used to come up and yeah, you want to punch me in the stomach? And of course, yeah, the ooh and ah and yeah. strike him and he could take it.
0: Well, somebody caught him off guard. is that, that's Correct. Kind of He's like lying the, uh, on a couch story. apparently and yeah. some
1: college kid, we can never trust like, those hey, bastards, from McGill University of all places, yeah. uh, which is I think in Montreal, right? I bet
0: they don't even fence.
1: Ah uh, McGill, maybe. I bet they don't wrestle though. Mm. Uh, anyways, uh hey, it's, and like hit him a few times before he was ready. And uh, suppose now what they really think is he just had peri- uh, appendicitis and mm-hmm. his appendix burst. Yeah. Uh, well, with,
0: getting punched in your appendix when you have appendis- appendicitis probably wouldn't help either.
1: Well, uh, they, they think that maybe he didn't he didn't uh, he had it already, and uh-huh. the punch didn't really it didn't help, of course. But uh-huh. you probably, if you're gonna hit a guy in the gut, you're not gonna hit his appendix probably. Uh, anyway, they think Unless that the pain. <laughs> Yeah, and to the right, Hmm. Uh, but uh, he thinks the pain masked his appendicitis, and he kept, you know, like you say, he just thought he was hurt from the the shot, Uh, and anyway, his appendix burst, and uh, that was the end
2: of it, so I don't know, maybe it did cause it. He died on Halloween just a few days later. That's correct, and his real
1: name was Eric Weiss. Yes, 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 yes. So that's a little bit of trivia, and he also was a guy that gave Buster Keaton his name. Uh, His name was Joe Keaton, and Harry Houdini was a friend of his dad's, and he saw him Take a take a spill down the stairs, and he's like three years old. He said, like, "Wow, that was a buster," and the name stuck. Hmm. So they call him Buster Keaton,
2: buster. one of my favorite comedians.
1: Uh, 1929. This is my area here. Black Thursday, stock market crash on the New York Stock Exchange. Now let me give you Jack's. Uh, Appraisal of the Great Depression, capitalism running amok. Please, Sven. Yes, this, this is this is the uh, liberal, progressive wrong assessment of the depression. Just like uh, your liberal wrong assessment of my name. Uh, no, I. It's a common. It's common knowledge. i be called John Barrymore Jack. I'm John, by the way. Right. No, you're Jack. And and, and I'm not John Barrymore, nor are we re- related. You're almost as handsome, you you attractive man, you. Almost. Uh, so. I'm still not going on a date with you. Well, I don't need you to because 'cause I'm doing just fine here. <laughs> uh, so, uh, where were we talking? Oh yeah. Anyway, it wasn't. It was basically the Federal Reserve and and uh, Hoover, who, although he's you know being touted as this laissez-faire, do nothing kind of president, did way too much screwed everything up and uh as usual the government gets involved and uh, turn a a 12 month or nine month downturn into a 10 year depression well he was busy inventing the vacuum cleaner uh wrong hoover (laughs) this is this is hoover from animal house the the uh uh, president of the uh what were they the delta tau delta chi what was Uh, the what was the house I Delta Tau Kai, right? Was yeah. that Delta, Allegedly, the Delta? Some
2: was uh, was it based on I've heard rumors about Washington You, my yeah. alma mater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Harold Ramis. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think the uh, uh the guy we were talking about the other day, uh Chris Kenny, wasn't it wasn't that? One of the writers. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that fell off the rocks. Yeah. He was Stork. Okay. He's got what, what, was, what the hell are we supposed to do, you moron? <laughs> that was that was uh Kenny. Uh-huh. Yeah. One of the writers. You know what I'm talking about, the glasses. Everybody thought Stork was brain damaged. Okay. <laughs> That's him. Uh, evidently a tortured soul. Wow! But anyway,
0: so in the studio right now we have a, a picture of of Harry Houdini up, and
1: what's wrong with the wig?
0: Well, uh, so one of the larger pictures, uh, he is he has a very intent look on his face, and it it, it looks like he's he came straight out of a séance. This I one? think he
1: believed in that crap.
0: No, Harry Houdini actually was really oh, big into dispelling them. Oh, Probably right, the right. Yeah. You know who
1: was into it uh, yeah. was uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, I right. think, the yeah. Sherlock Holmes guy. Yeah. And I think, yeah, Harry Houdini was the one that told him it was all bullshit. Harry Houdini was famous for trying to dispel them and also catching right. them at their tricks. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's correct because he knew all the tricks. He said, "Wait, I know how this shit's done." Well, he was one of the original Mythbusters. Oh, right. (laughs) But I think the Sherlock Holmes guy, the uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, he really believed in all that nonsense. I think he tried to dissuade him. So, yes, you're correct. Very rare, an isolated incident, but Mm -hmm. uh, correct. Uh, And who? Have you ever seen the movie? Tony Curtis.
2: Houdini movie? Yeah, they made a movie about
1: him. Tony Curtis played Harry Houdini. Yeah, it was a whodunit. Whodunit. Let's get him out of here. (laughs) All right. George Washington Bridge opens to public traffic until, of course, uh, Governor Christie closes it down to traffic. Uh, 1931. Yeah, that what
0: happened it? a few years later. Yes. Yeah.
1: But did they ever, whatever happened with that? Is he, uh, is he paying the price?
0: No, or? well, it was, it was AIDS of his
1: that yeah. ended up taking the fall
0: for he, it. He, he not, knew nothing. Not that's the way it goes. He, he knew good. nothing. He did not know about anything about.
2: He was in the line at Wendy's yeah. when it was happening. Getting yeah. a, getting that I believe. Four for four deal, but he was getting. <laughs> the second time four through. Four for four? Only. What do you get for four? Whatever you want if you're Chris Christie. Oh, yeah. Four Bacon oh, eaters oh, is what his Wow. Deal. Yeah. I could just four triples. That'd
1: be great. What would that be? A dude? Do, do decagonal? Isn't that twelve? Four triples. Yeah, do, Adam, deca- do, do, deca- do deca. Do decagon, right? Do deca. Do decagon, twelve-sided figure, it, well, right? I thought it
0: was a duo decagon or something like that. Yeah, that might be twenty-sided. A, well, a, a do decagon duo, is twelve. Do deca two ten, so
1: yeah, twelve. If there is such a thing. Yeah, I just remember the what is it? Plato's, 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 nonagon is ten, deca- 9 Which one?
0: Who, who was the guy who was big on the dodecahedron? Uh, I think wasn't it a Plato?
1: What what did it signify to him? I was
0: just it was just, a, it was right. just uh, like a, almost a spiritual shape or something oh. like that. Uh, Real spirit. Well,
1: what's a what's a buck fullerene? That's a fullerene, sixty carbons, right? You the, seen that? The dodecahedron. There we go. Twelve-sided figure, right? Uh, yes. So what's a twenty-sided figure? These are all polyhedra, of course. Of course.
0: Poly meaning many, hedra meaning sides,
1: from the Greek. All right. Well, we'll get to the births while he's uh, punching that up. The
0: uh, icosahedron. Icosahedron. Yeah, Iacosahedron. right.
1: Very good. Yep, of course. And and does it go into any detail? Was it who'd you say was Plato or Socrates who worshipped this thing? Uh, That does ring a bell. That somebody thought it had some sort. Okay. Uh,
0: Which okay. So so about the dodecahedron, the twelve-sided shape, is a polyhedron with twelve flat faces. The most familiar dodecahedron is the regular dodecahedron, which is a Platonic solid.
1: Oh. All right.
0: There are also three regular star. Do-tahedron. Now wait a minute.
1: The pil- and I've I've heard of these platonic st- solids. They have a they have certain properties. They're only like a couple. Is it is it a cube one of them? And then a is it? Right. a
0: he- Yeah. So hexagon. The tetrahedron.
1: Right. With tetrahedron. Four faces. Right. That
0: Basically, looks like a three sided pyramid. Right. Well, four sided. And a hex was it a hexahedron? So then there's the cube. And then there's the octahedron. Octahedron. The right. The dodecahedron. And then the icosahedron.
1: So right. those are platonic, right? Polyhedra. Yeah. Okay. They have certain properties. Well, yeah, the platonic uh, some kind of symmetry solids. or something, yeah, right?
0: Uh, let's see. So, a platonic solid is a three-dimensional space. A platonic solid is a regular convex polyhedron. It is constructed by congruent, regular, equal and all sides equal polygon, polygonal faces with the same number of faces meeting at each vertex.
1: That's tough to do. So, that's why there's not that many of them. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I learned about that. Uh, but I forgot it. But now I remember it again. Uh, we were discussing the mirth, the Domitian, 51, uh, Common Era. Uh, not a bad emperor, actually. Kind He was a little rough on people. What, he was a little what number, despotic. What number
2: emperor was he?
1: Well, I don't know what number. Let's mm-hmm. see. We, you know, we can, going from whom? I guess the first being Julius Caesar or the first being Augustus. Probably Augustus is first. So how does it go? Well, we got Augustus, Tiberius, uh, Caligula, uh, Claudius, Nero, uh, bu- 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 well, we just went over the four, mm-hmm. Galba, uh, Otho, Vitellius, Vespasian, uh, Titus, that's ten. Uh, now, wait a minute, who was... Uh, yeah, Titus and then uh, Domitian, uh, so he's eleven. If, so that goes number eleven. That goes number so read Suetonius, Lives of the Twelve Caesars, he'd be in that. Anyway, the guy, you know, he increased the uh, silver content of the uh, of the uh, denarius, you know which is a good move but uh many a couple, couple centuries later almost uh diocletian of course put it into that and uh took out a lot of silver but we've discussed that on other shows uh did a lot of building like the like the build uh went to war it had an agricola fighting in uh, britannia uh did a pretty good job there but he didn't do so good in dacia which is i think modern day like uh slovenia uh, the illyrian area illyrian coast uh, northern italy, Slovenia, that that area. uh the dacians, they kicked his ass pretty good. Poor guy. But then yeah, but then Nerva, I think it was after him, Nerva went and taught them a lesson. So, no, no, not Nerva. Uh, Trajan. Trajan kicked the Dacians' ass. Uh and uh, let's see, who else you got here? I got 1891, the birth of Oh wait, a minute, 1855, James Sherman. Anybody got an idea who this is? Yeah. Vice president under Taft. Hmm. Never heard of him. I just remember Taft's mustache. Remember how fat he was. Yeah, that's what they usually remember. Okay, this guy's from the uh, that family of Shermans, Tecumseh, William. You know, war as hell, Sherman. James yeah.
2: Sherman had no mustache. No, he didn't. No, he didn't yeah, he didn't, didn't finish out his uh, Did.
1: didn't finish out his uh, uh, his vice presidential uh, run. There, he died in 1912,
2: I believe. Yep, October 30th, so coming up.
1: Wow. So yeah, we'll go over him again next mm-hmm. next. We'll uh, we'll bury him next week excellent 1891 one of my favorite dictators i don't know how you left this guy out rafael trujillo great guy dominican republic uh dictator for 30 years classic he's a son of a bitch but he's our son of a bitch the cia kind of liked him uh he had, a, had his little own goon squad called the 42. Uh, how do you say 42 in Spanish? Uh, 42. There you go. That's what you would call it then. Huh. Uh, they'd go around, you know, catch you at a bus stop, machine gun you, just, you know, just to make sure you listen, you know, followed instructions. Uh, yeah, tended to kill a lot of people. And was assassinated. Uh, yes, 1961. Uh, but uh, we're talking about his birth today and his right. life. We right. celebrate right. his right. life. Mm. Killed probably about 30,000 Haitians who just happened to be. Uh, in haiti i think but he thought they were in the dominican republic so wanted to make want to make a lesson i Oops. give yeah teach them a lesson so took the machete to them his 42s um great guy had a son uh four years old made him a colonel in the army of course when he turned nine he was a general um because he could lift a sword at that time exactly. you know, he got big that's enough very, to lift, lift very a up- sword mobile romfus yeah. is
2: that, that yeah one? right
1: that's him yeah in fact, uh, and he has like four brothers, eight, four sisters, four brothers, and they're all, his brothers were quite a piece of work too. Right. Uh, had a, had a penchant for the ladies. Four
0: sisters for four brothers. Yeah. Named Elahe. And what the, does that mean? The boss. Thank the you.
1: Boss. Good name for this guy. Anyway, they finally got him. He's driving along. They jumped him, ambush, ambuscade, shot him, shot him. Good. He was still fighting. Pulled his gun, fired back apparently. So didn't go down without a fight. Uh, here's a man that did go down with a, without a fight uh, 1903 birth of Melvin Purvis uh, often depicted I, I like have you ever seen the movie Dillinger with uh, Ben Johnson played Melvin Purvis Ben Johnson who won the Academy Award for last Picture show uh, best supporting actor played in a lot of uh, John Wayne movies uh, anyway uh, Melvin Purvis was, uh, J. Edgar Hoover's right-hand man, FBI guy. Uh, he was present at the uh, killing of Dillinger, but he didn't do it. I forget which—and uh, and a lot of people—I read a book that says that they didn't even kill Dillinger outside the Biograph Theater. There was a real uh, some petty uh, nuisance named uh, Jimmy Lawrence, but I don't know. It's hard. To, I, don't, I don't buy it. He was also supposedly—he's the one that killed pretty boy Floyd, uh, whose last words were, I'm Charles Arthur Floyd. Because Melvin Purvis says, are you Pretty Boy Floyd? And he hated that name. He said, God damn it, I'm Charles Arthur Floyd. And Bang. Then he died. Yeah, or, was cu- or helped along. Whatever, yeah. he, he wasn't there. Uh, he led the manhunt, it says, for Babyface Nelson, who also hated that. Didn't call him Babyface to his face. That's like calling Bugsy Siegel Bugsy Siegel. You get shot doing that. His real name was um, George... Uh, it wasn't even Nelson. Um, what was his real name? George... Oh,
2: shit. Talking about Bugsy Siegel? No,
1: no, uh, Babyface right. Nelson. Uh is it George Moran? Mm, that's that's Bugs um, Moran. Uh, Joe- George Nelson, I guess, yeah. Yeah, George Nelson. Yeah.
2: Well, Lester Joseph Gillis. Lester, the...
1: Lester Gillis. That's his real name, right. Lester Gillis. Anyway, uh, Purvis was around for that. that, although that was in some field outside, uh, in, I think it was rural rural uh, Illinois somewhere. Uh, he just, he just kind of had a... a showdown with a couple of FBI guys. They pulled out their Chicago typewriters and fired away. So that was the end of uh, babyface. But anyway, Melvin Purvis ended up killing himself, shot himself, uh, whether it was on purpose or not. They don't know. They think he might've just been stupid and, you know, was cleaning his gun. But anyway, but, uh, also J Edgar Hoover was getting a little jealous cause he was getting all the headlines cause he's doing all the field work. Uh, much admired man. Um, Let's see who else we got here. You know anything about Moss Hart?
2: I figured, yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Um, playwright. Um, well, you've got down. You can't take it with you, I guess. That was one of his big ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence and Hart, I guess, were the uh, the team. Um, I guess he did uh, he did um, librettos for musicals. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty witty guy. Um, 1913. Tito Gobbi, pretty good baritone. Mm-hmm. Never heard of him, of course, Mm-mm. but. <laughs> but your second favorite baritone? Uh, yeah, he was no Robert Merrill, but yeah. he's pretty good. I was just listening to him this morning. Talented man. You, would you like to take the next one? You probably know who this is.
2: I do not. But in uh, 1939, what, what's his first name? F. F. First. <laughs> F. Murray Abraham, American actor. You know, uh, I got to start.
1: I have no idea. I think he was the grapes in a Fruit of the Loom commercial. Don't don't hold no me way. to that fruit. <laughs> but uh, he was one. He was a waistband or something. I'm going uh, to need proof. Yeah, he 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 was the crotchless uh, shorts, you know, <laughs> Fruit the Loom commercial.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny that none of the fruit actually wore underwear as far as I remember.
1: Uh, yeah, I've never seen any fruit uh, yeah. clad in briefs. But anyway, that was his big That's break, apparently. Ah, uh, oh, St. Louis Kid, <laughs> Kevin yeah. Klein, 1947. Man, he's 70? Jeez. Anybody got a favorite uh, Kevin Klein movie? Mm. I guess, what, Fish Called Wanda? That's a good one. Don't Touch His Dick. remember that. Who's
0: yeah, I'm looking him up right now. Um, let's see. Credits. Who? Kevin he's Klein? In, apparently he's in Bob, Bob's Burgers right now. I don't watch that show, but I know it.
1: I don't know. What's, what's that on?
0: Uh, it's like just a cartoon. It's on Cartoon Network. Oh, more okay. than a cartoon. Oh, yes. Uh, fair enough.
1: What's Who's 1966? S- Roman Abramovich?
2: Roman Abramovich, the Russian oil magnate and owner of Chelsea FC. Oh, okay. Yes. No wonder. And now yes. you a- have egg. another russian billionaire that um is um,
1: so i guess is he involved in this russian uh, world nope. cup
2: nope nope he's I, I don't believe he's involved at all he lives in england and, oh emma and, Gray. Yeah. yeah um
1: how about this next one 1985 is this guy on the english team still
2: he he retired this year this oh. past year wayne rooney's birthday today um he's
1: not that old he's 32
2: yeah, well, he's
1: already washed yeah. up.
2: Well, no, he's not washed up quite yet. Uh, formerly known, uh playing at Manchester United, but this year he got traded to Everton, and probably where he will finish out his career. His his first club. um Now he's back to oh. finish at the bottom of the league. I think is what's that's, gonna happen. That's to go fitting. No. Okay and Meteor this cries. next one your favorite rapper from Toronto oh yeah Yeah. 1986, I love this guy. I the birth, guess it is a man I, don't, I have no idea it is the birth of Aubrey Graham, <laughs> Graham Drake Canadian actor and rapper
1: can you give me some of his uh,
2: uh, Degrassi The Next Generation is where he made his, his name okay um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll play an outro sure. of Drake on this show so you can Do
1: hear you, what kind of lyrics shoot that cop slap that hoe that no, kind of stuff no, no, no not at all actually no? no well he can't be a very good rapper then no, you gotta more, hate women and it's, cops it's, if you're gonna be a rapper no, Actually
0: I, I think You could be a podiatrist But <laughs> hey, I don't We treat everyone well
2: Everyone has it's, feet He's a very romantic rapper Oh I really? Need, I need Sounds one like an oxymoron da- to me I need one dance, got Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go <laughs> Higher powers are taking A hold of me Wow that's
1: touching Beautiful <laughs>
2: Back to the event. A balladeer
1: so God. do you know anything about the uh, right, what we got here?
2: 1938, the Fair Labor Standards oh. Act, also called Wages and Hours Act, is established. Yeah, I hate it. That's, so it establishes the 40-hour work week yeah. and the minimum minimum wage. <laughs> which was I, set to what at the first? You know, I a quarter. I guarantee quarter you, quarter
1: an hour. You, stupid.
0: You hate it because you've never had to work minimum wage. Are Abby. you kidding me?
1: I I started in college at three dollars an hour okay, at Pantera's fine. Pizza, minimum right. wage. Yeah, but you don't do it now. So nobody does it now. What what work people minimum started? Wage? No, wait a minute. Who that started at minimum wage and thirty-five years later still working at minimum wage? Come on. I guarantee you, there are people. Oh, bullshit. Well, they're they're numbskulls. How can you? Come on. And, and you Listen, just berated
0: got, a bunch of people that you've never met. Yeah, so I'm berating that,
1: anybody that's worked minimum wage for 35 years. You're an idiot. Okay. But I, I dare you to find me one.
0: Anybody out there who's been working minimum <laughs> wage for 35 years, I apologize for this <laughs> man.
1: You should apologize for yourself. I commend you for your hard work. Oh, so you think we need a minimum wage. That's even Who do harder do you think work when you have to put up with people like this. What do you mean put them like this? I'm talking about this. That hurts people. doesn't help people. You think the minimum wage helps people? You you think paying people substandard wages helps What's them? What's substa- What is standard then?
0: Or, well, you know, so they hear this. Came up with a thing called a living wage, basically uh, uh, based who? on who? Who did? Uh that's a good question. But you uh, know, the liberals. <laughs> the, <yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> the, the left.
1: <laughs> yes. The commies. Yeah, well, yeah. no, but I mean the idea is pretty simple. Like no, it uh, isn't. Given given the where the idea is simple, but get, in, in the act, in act Actuality is not simple. But
0: given where you live, the cost of food, the cost of housing, the cost of some kind of heating or cooling potentially because it can be fatal, and then the cost of transportation, You, you basically take all of that given average and but then like very, on a low
1: end but you're assuming see you're making many assumptions here the the biggest being that you're the breadwinner of the ho- household when the vast majority of people that make minimum wage as i was are college students teenagers living with their families okay fine. there are very few heads of families that are making minimum wage but there still are well that's tough they're going to eventually get more they're going to do better no, it is very tough. few people also stay at minimum wage they work their way up unfortunately a lot of people work their way down too there's a lot of places where that's not the case. What, do and mean, a sometime, lot of pla- what does that mean, a lot of places? I'm well, talking about the evidence that, that is based, like, over 90% of people that make minimum wage are people that are not. I think it's more like 96%. So am like there's only a 3 or 4% of people who make minimum wage are the primary wage earner of the family. That's a vast majority. And these people are usually upwardly mobile. First of all, you know who the minimum wage hurts? I'll tell you who it hurts worst, African Americans. It, it kills them. It's it certainly they've shown they've, they've shown that African-American the unemployment rate was very low before the minimum wage, because now if you have to pay people a certain amount of money, they don't want to hire African-Americans in the 30s, especially when this came out. It, it was devastating to, to the blacks in 1938. It's also devastating to anybody that doesn't have any skills. And now they want a fifteen dollar minimum wage, which is a living wage. Right. Well, that's 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 what the number is loosely based on. What number? $15. Some arbitrary minimum wa- a
0: living wage. Right. Well, I, so so first of all, $15 yeah. could not possibly apply over the entire continental United States. That's why that's kind of this number. Well, they, don't they want to make that the federal minimum
1: wage, though? Isn't that what everyone's clamoring there for? There is
0: speak of that. Okay. It's been talked about. But I mean, a lot of that is actually just to maintain the rate of minimum wage uh, alongside inflation. So you would it, admit
1: there are regional influences, right? Of you co- just say okay, of, then why of, have a national minimum wage at all? You just contradicted yourself. Well, because a lot of states won't in, in, enforce it. Here in Missouri. Okay. Well, no, We're
0: not in Missouri. But I mean, <laughs> in the case of St. Louis. All right, so that's good St. Enough. Louis City yeah, right. voted democratically to install a new uh, implement a new minimum wage that was $10. And I don't have a problem with that.
1: As long as it's a local vote and they voted for it, but I, it's going to be devastating to the local
0: economy. But it got sh- well it wasn't devastating to the local economy and I have several friends that are business people in the local economy that were happy to that's do it. That's
1: anecdotal evidence. It is anecdotal. Evidence, Look at what happened in Seattle. But what is not anecdotal What's evidence? What's happening is that in the Seattle? State shot them down. Well, that's that's the state. I the guess state disallowed. I don't have a problem with the state doing that either. Now I don't know. I mean, I'm not. You know me. I'm a states' rights guy. Now I don't know about cities' rights. I'd be more states. Well,
0: then why why should states' rights supersede federal level and then and then states? Then why not have respe- any
1: rights at all? Why but, have a state constitution? Then? But then why not respect local level? Well, that's a good question now that I, w- I will debate with you maybe that's that's a philosophical argument that you may be, I wouldn't have a problem with saying Louis saying if states tab- rights are
0: so important because they're local, then should not local rights
1: be even I, more important than that as a pyramids keep? I don't have a problem with that. okay Apparently I, they did. Well, that's Missouri. Yeah. what can I say? You know, but I, you know, but if St. Louis wants to have a minimum wage of fifteen dollars, I could live with that. No, it sure. wasn't
0: fifteen dollars. It was, it was whatever it is.
1: Ten dollars incrementally increasing up to twelve dollars. Okay, there's over another the question. Why incrementally increase it? Because they know what it does. If it's such a great idea, why don't you just do it all so at once? So that it's
0: not, but so that it's not a huge, a huge uh-huh. blow.
1: And just the difference. Uh huh. So there are some sort of some deleterious effects of this. Look, man, and it was so great. You would do it all at Anecdotal
0: evidence. If I want to run forty it's miles, not I'm not going to
1: start with forty miles. <laughs> I don't think that's a, a valid comparison. I think
0: it is a valid comparison because you slowly work up towards something. So you're comparing so a marathon s- a to
1: minimum wage. That you think? That's... Uh,
0: I'm comparing a huge change. So I don't normally run. And if I were to try to run a marathon, twenty six point uh, two miles yes. or whatever, uh-huh. uh, I would not start off trying to run a marathon. I would I would start little by little. And I think sometimes when you implement,
1: well, if for, it's a great for, if it's a great policy, you want to implement it as quickly as possible. I, if it's not, you don't want to implement it at all. That's even the, even Jerry Brown's. It's a matter of quote fairness. You got to come on now, Jack. I, you know, even Jerry Brown said it's terrible for the economy, but it's fair. I, I, and, I and he's I, the biggest moonbeam I, I actually in the world.
0: Don't see what your problem is with incrementally implementing a policy
1: because if it was such a great policy, you wouldn't have to incrementally in, implement it. What if it's a good idea to incrementally like implement something such as you have to tell me what that would be like a minimum wage <laughs> that's not that's not good now if you say incrementally a laying down railroad track yeah because you can't do it over all at once <laughs> or a cable yeah. right a cable very good in fact we'll bring Tony in on where that. where you would get a boat to do that <laughs> all right oh, it, it's it, it's a matter of quote fairness and this is nonsense it, it's economically it always hurts lower income people and minorities proven time and time again i'll get you papers that show it even though it should it should be you know manifest even to someone has no economic background okay no names i
0: think well i don't know if we can agree on this i've I've, won't i've been reading i've been reading papers on the subject recently uh by whom uh, well one of them was from the national bureau of economics but it was from three people from the National Bureau okay. of
1: Economics. I can't tell you who they are right off. All right. Of well, all right. Mind. Just send me the paper. I'll read it. Uh,
0: but it was. But uh, so this this, what, what this, this paper say? in in particular. now, it's a little bit different, but you know, not uh, not too unrelated. Uh, but it had to do with minimum wages, uh, minorities, in, in particular African Americans, and uh, they contrasted that with immigration, saying immigration hurt the minimum wage for african americans and does. also increase their incarceration rate. Well, really? Well, I don't know about that. I'd like to see those figures. I don't know how that goes. I'm calling BS because basically you can look at you can look at any kinds of different trends and say that they're related without any inherent
1: relation between the two. Well, you know what that that's a logical fallacy, right? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, post hoc ergo propter hoc.
0: And and informational bias. Would you bi- like me to bias. explain that?
1: <laughs> well, it's it's, it's the same thing. Bad. All you, right. g- you can explain it, but it has to be ad hoc. <laughs> I'm going to give you an ad hoc. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Ad
0: hoc allude. <laughs> a f- on, a this, on this All day right. in
2: 1946, a, <laughs> cam- a right. camera on board the V 2 number 13 rocket takes the first photograph of Earth from space in the studio. We have this picture up right now. Beautiful picture, and it looks flat to me. It's kind of fuzzy. I yeah. told
1: you, yeah, I think it, well. Should have shot the uh, V2 rocket at the Fair Labor Standards Act. <laughs> Blow them fuckers up. Okay. What are we? Oh, here we go. 1947. Now this is a common misconception. Would you like to read this yeah, entry?
2: Yeah. This is the first time I'd heard of this. In 1947, sure. Walt Disney testified before the House Un-American Activities Committee, naming Disney employees he believed to be communists. Mickey Mouse was the first one he named. Goofy's next. Goofy's next. But I did not know about this. Well, hey, does Mickey Mouse have red? Is he wearing red? Oh, good point. There you go. But not back he, then. He wasn't it was black first in black <laughs> and white. <laughs> Who put the red on him? Walt Disney? His brother. Uh. Anyway, that, that, what I'd like
1: to clear up here is this is a House on american Activities Committee. This has nothing to do with Joe McCarthy, by the way. Mm. Who's, how? How? McCarthy's in the Senate. This is the House uh. of Representatives. This is Martin Dyes, everybody's favorite demagogue Democrat from Texas, the Dyes Committee. So this is, uh, you know, these are other guys. And, you know, Joe McCarthy, he was his big deal. No, no, he was actually just right on the money. State Department, read the Venona Project. There are several books on this that I've read. I can lend them to you if you like, uh, that he was absolutely correct. the, The State Department was full of communists sympathizers, and spies. But this is talking about Hollywood. Uh, This is a different story. And, of course, Hollywood is full of spies, not spies, but communists, whether they actually deserve to be blackballed. Although, you know, nowadays you say you're a Republican, you're going to get blackballed unless you blow Harvey Weinstein. and
2: Then then you get a job. Right? Yeah. I mean, you deserve something after that. You Just don't want to have minimum wage. Th- Go blow Harvey Weinstein. I think he's more likely to ejaculate on you while you're sleeping. Right, <laughs> or you watch him
1: yeah, un- undo his insane, robe.
2: Wasn't it? Isn't that his favorite thing? I think that's. He liked that was, to relieve himself yeah. on
1: potted plants, apparently. Yeah. Jesus Christ. A little miracle grow. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Miracle grow.
1: Thank you. I thought it was rather witty. Uh, oh, now this is this is probably not a good idea here. Uh, f-
2: yeah, 1924. Jack, I think you, you, you better
0: take this one. So Dwight D. Eisenhower pledges United States support to South Vietnam. I mean, th- but this is also kind of in the legacy of anti-communism moves well, sure. made by the United States. Well, this is George Kennan. Post-World War II, you know, like that. Uh, also, we're kind of just like a follow-up to the United States be, be, uh, evolving into
1: uh, not only a military giant, but a perpetual war machine. Well, it's, it's the same thing that government always does. We have to stop whatever communism, uh, Germanic tribes, uh, you name it—the Russians, uh, the what you know, the, the Kaiser. Yeah,
0: but I, you know, I think the the U.S. entry into World War One and two can be is a little bit easier to explain.
1: <laughs> oh boy, you haven't been listening to the show, <laughs> especially World War
0: One. Well, there were there were conflicts that were already in place, even though that the population was widely well,
1: against it. World War I would have ended months and months before Had we not entered it mm-hmm. You know, Woodrow Wilson, God himself Decided to get involved 14 points, which immediately led well, Not immediately, but 20 years later Led to World War II but we, Anybody that's listened to this show knows How I feel about our entry into World War I mm-hmm. And then World War II was Mr. Roosevelt's war hmm.
0: Well, apparently That's very biting This was Dwight D. Eisenhower's yeah, this war is his, This is his
1: mistake, yeah, yeah Blunder Although, I, you know, I don't know what, here again, when you say pledges support to South Vietnam, there's a big, I don't think he sent any troops. I'll pledge support to anybody, but I don't want to send yeah, troops. Yeah, but
0: South Vietnam was pretty much a proxy government in the first place.
1: Well, I think by this time, wasn't Bao da, Bo Dai in, in charge? He was reasonably, I think he was elected, wasn't he? Bao Dai, can you look him up? I think he was a he was a uh, democratically elected leader. It was Diem that took him that kicked him out, right?
0: Yeah, no. Diem DM was definitely the he the, was the no proxy. Good. Yeah, no, no good either.
1: His sister in law, boy, the Dragon Lady, boy. I'll tell you what, I'd, even I would be, boy, I'd be intimidated by that gal. Don't cross her. Uh, what do you got here? This
2: is you. <laughs> Go ahead. In 1975, 90 percent of Icelandic women take part which is, pr- how many women is that? That can't be very many, 90%. Nice one, yeah. Uh, take part in national strike, women. <laughs> refusing to work in protests of gaps in gender equality. Jeez, I bet they wanted
1: stupid stuff like a salary and, yeah, and mandatory uh, ventilation, all that other crap. Yeah, equal pay Six, 60, for equal work. 60-hour so work crazy. week. That's yeah. another myth, by the way. That's not true. Women, on average, make more than men. That's I can document that, too. Uh, that's only been within recent years. Oh, are you going to grant me
0: that? The past two decades, apparently that is the trend. Thank you. All right.
1: Well, we agree on that
0: one. But not always the case, though. No, it hasn't always been
1: the case. But uh, but it, but even now, it's not always the case. We, let a, us, lot of we let a few
2: slip here and there. No, no wait deal. a minute. Now,
1: the, the reason, if you look at what they make, this is over a lifetime. This is what they always do in these studies. Women make such and such less over a lifetime. But the average is women take like five years off for pregnancies over a lifetime. If you compare apples to apples, etc., i.e. hourly wage, annual wage, et cetera, payment for work performed the women actually make more money than men
0: there actually is a book written about uh it by a woman her name's liza mundy and it's called the richer sex how uh the new majority of females earn Outearn their male counterparts which hey listen i'm gonna
1: you want to hear a liberal liberal liberal's point of view mm. i think women are smarter than men now i'd rather have a woman working for me any day i think they work harder and i think they're smarter except for me
2: I <laughs> knew that was coming Is that your, is that your plenty of fish bio? Yeah, I'm going to say that You just don't think they to, should
1: yeah. have the right to vote That's correct <laughs> Well, Let's not be ridiculous Yeah, let's not go back to yesterday Listen, I, don't, I think about 90% of the population have the right to vote The more I read up on democracy, the more I hate it I think we're better with monarchies, to tell you the truth
0: Maybe a benevolent monarchy
1: yeah, well, I do not say far dictatorship as, I didn't
0: know if I'd go as far as a, a, a philosopher king but i right, hey, listen
1: <laughs> iron fist and a velvet glove all right <laughs> velvet glove. okay let's see Veteran. yeah this Actually is weird lore <laughs> whatever whatever you, your your fabric of choice uh I'm thinking about barney what was the one uh what was the one uh, ricardo month corinthian leather uh you guys are too young for that mm-hmm. uh veterans day is observed on the f- i don't remember this on the fourth monday in october for the seventh and last time now you guys probably weren't even alive for this right 1977 no neither of us were i was i don't remember veterans day being the fourth monday in october wow that's weird which is stupid because it's you know it was originally armistice day which Mm -hmm. is november 11th 1918 i went to look that up that's Mm. weird i I never Mm. heard of that Hmm. i wonder what they're getting at with that one now you know the canadian thanksgiving is uh, second monday second monday of october october right yeah, well, do you know
0: that the or- original US Thanksgiving was the last Thursday and then Correct. they pushed to yeah. pu- they th- they tried to push it to the first Thursday and that had wide public blowback and so their compromise was to make it the 4th, not last Thursday of right. November, although it usually is anyway. But they may, It's the fourth Friday. Right. Well, that November. was Roosevelt's
1: idea of giving more Christmas holiday well, uh, days to shop. More days to shop, yeah, right. because it's
0: immediately after that, Thanksgiving. Super. See, was, was, that was, was another one of to spur Franklin the, Roze- yeah. spur the economy.
1: Sperm the economy. Sperm yeah, the economy, Franklin yeah. Roosevelt, another one of his brilliant yeah. economic maneuvers that or, brought us out of the Great Depression.
0: Say, uh, his idea to Weinstein the economy. Mm. <laughs> Weinstein. The economic miracle. Listen, nobody knew
1: about it. It was a, you know, it was a, it was a secret. Nobody, nobody knew about it. Of course ex- wait, not.
0: Wait, Weinstein? No, except for the people that he's jerking yeah, off in front of. Nobody
1: outside Hollywood knew nobody, about no, it. Well, nobody,
0: people willfully chose to ignore maybe, it. That's what they're finally recognizing
1: now. It's of course. Difference. Well, that's Just the hypocrisy like, of, of Hollywood. Right. These guys get on and, and purport to be the national conscience, well, women's rights, etc. I and, mean, by saying nobody knew about it, you're yeah, perpetuating I'm, that same hypocrisy. I'm being satirical. Uh. Everybody knew about it. <laughs> you kidding? Who is this? What is this thing here? 1986, Nazar
2: Hindawi? Yeah, the Hindawi, what did he do? Hindawi affair. He threatened <laughs> oh. to blow up an airplane. Oh. Um, Just threatened to? The morning of uh, April 7th. Wait, wait, Handed right. down
1: a 45-year sentence. Yeah, so... Uh, tempted. Oh, he tempted, right. Yeah, a, so this happened... El Al on, flight, the uh, Israeli aer- yeah, airline. Yeah, on,
2: uh, on April 17th is when the event occurred of 86. And so, yeah, the, the longest...
1: Sentence handed down by British court. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well. I can, all right. I can. I can. After that verdict, the U.K. I think breaks, that's di- breaks diplomatic relations with Syria. So all claiming right. that Hindawi is helped by Syrian officials, which was he? We probably wouldn't.
1: 92, the Toronto Blue Jays, first uh, non-United States team to win the World Series. Now, this isn't the year Carter hit the home run, right? That's at 93? No, this
2: is the year. Oh, it is. That's, what, that's Joe what, Carter
1: what, hits the Game 6 home run? That's what T.O. told me in there. You want to check that? I thought that was 93. The World Series always
0: made me chuckle, just like Mr. and Mrs. Universe, you know, always being won by somebody from Earth.
1: The World Series. (laughs) Well, until there's a contestant from the Orion Nebula, I think we'll be okay. I checked that. I I don't know about that one. This is T.O.'s. Maybe a a contestant from Umbriel or Ariel. I wouldn't count on that. I think it's got to be from the Andromeda Galaxy or something. (laughs) uh let's see here bloody friday oh yeah <laughs> this oh no wait a minute the 2002 they arrested uh the uh, washington dc beltway snipers john allen muhammad who i believe they fried i uh injection i think they killed him now malvo i think still in jail he's just a kid so he's got to be around 2002 these are these are sniper attacks that terrorized dc i forget what kind of car they had but they had like a did they have uh like a hole in the trunk and they're lying in the trunk and firing oh, out of the. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's why it's so hard a... to catch these bastards, yeah, you know? Yeah. It was a
0: huge mystery because they just kept on moving around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's kind of. That actually, uh, for lunatics, these guys had some brains. Uh 2008, well, there's
0: more but, than one lunatic with a
1: brain. yeah not that
0: many. Well, sometimes they have podcasts.
1: But not in this Not in this room. <laughs> 2008, Bloody Friday, worst stock exchange, experienced worst declines in their history. Well, I don't know about that because I know the United States didn't have its worst decline that day. I think it only went down about 3%. 10% in most indices. Okay, yeah. That would be a well, lot nowadays.
0: Yeah, uh, and... Uh...
1: Well, the, high, the, the it was just last week uh, they had uh, uh, Black Friday. Right. That was 1987 it, when the stock market went down 22% in right, one day. Right, in the U.S. That's a big, yeah, uh, NYSE.
0: But, I mean, a lot of the world stock exchanges are now dependent on the U.S., or at least grossly affected by it. And in Europe they had a saying that whenever the U.S. sneezes, Europe has a cold in yes. economic terms. Correct. Well, I think it's Wall
1: Street when Wall Street sneezes. Well, but I mean, no, but they would say the U.S., yeah, they would. I'm I mean, sure. like, yeah.
0: I think it's Wall Street. Cuando estornuda los Estados Unidos that's, Europa a, that's a, a synecdoche.
2: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. It was right. 1993. You were right about that. I knew it. Yeah, T.O.'s dumbass. T.O.'s
1: full of it. All right. He's our sports expert, right? Yeah. So. All right. Birth 1601, Tycho Brahe, the man who thought they thought he had a golden nose. But, uh, you know, if you're going to have a duel, don't fight in the dark. <laughs> you know, this guy has fights a duel in the dark, gets his nose sliced off. Yeah. Uh, but one hell of an astronomer. Let me tell you, hmm. guy he was born? really no-
2: he was born on this day. Well, obviously, uh, uh, no he died. Could, died. He could died. get died. his face closer 16- to the telescope. Oh one,
1: there you go. no, t- no telescopes. Oh. This guy didn't have a telescope. My That's professor? why he's such a great astronomer. Yeah. He's one of the last naked eye you, astronomers. <laughs> Even he saw the uh, the big uh, uh, supernova of uh, was it 1561 or 64? 1564, I believe, in the Crab Nebula. Uh, 1935, one of my favorite gangsters, Dutch Schultz, mm. a.k.a. Arthur Flegenheimer. Uh, great guy. 1572 might have been the one. Was that, it? that was supernova. That the, yeah. Was it in the Crab Nebula? The Crab, uh. Let's see, okay, so. Cancer. Uh, let's see, 30,
0: wait, 3C10 was a supernova of type uh, 1A in type the 1A constellation yeah. Cassiopeia.
1: Cassiopeia,
0: one of uh, about eight supernova visible to the naked eye in historical records. What year was it? Uh, it appeared in early November 1572 oh, and was
1: independently discovered by many individuals. Yeah, even the Chinese, everybody saw that one, yeah. It, apparently you could see during the daytime. You know, that's how bright it was. Uh, that's anyway.
0: Stellar. St-
1: solar. That's a one there. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Jeez. What, what, stellar. What says. keen drollery. All right, 1930. If I Schultz, anyway, this is a this is a, you get him at the Palace Steakhouse. This guy, gangster, you know, in, of course into prostitution, the whole thing. Thomas Dewey. And steaks, apparently. Yeah, he liked the steak. He went in with his bodyguards and his accountant. Uh, anyway, um, he Thomas Dewey was kind of uh, bearing down on him. This is the guy that the big the big uh, gangster buster from New York actually ran for president, in 1944 and 48. Remember, Dewey defeats Truman. That, that tribune he's holding up the.
2: Wasn't alive. Okay. I wasn't alive then either. Mm. Neither
1: was I. But uh, you've seen the no. picture. Look that up. The, the picture. <laughs> Whether you Dewey were alive defeats or not. Truman. Anyway, uh, Thomas, this guy said, Hey, I hate Thomas Dewey. I'm going to kill the bastard. Mm. So he goes to Lucky Luciano, Burkhalter, and all those guys murdering The guy, you know, the big, the big boy says, I'm going to kill him. He said, No, you're not. Yes, I am. Okay. Fine, Dutch. He leaves. Dutch has got to go. So they walk in. Dutch is taking a piss. They kill his bodyguards and his accountant, and then they walk in and blow him away while he's shaking his dick. Um, he fired off a few rounds himself. I think he got a couple of guys, or I think his bodyguards did. So the guys that shot him, they were pretty beat up too. But in fact, in fact, Dutch he he lasted like a day. He, yeah, he had gotten shot the day before, and he was like maundering for like 18 hours. And a couple of these beat writers actually put books. There it is. He defeats Truman.
2: What's, uh, so what sign are you talking about? Because that doesn't look like a sign to me.
1: No, that's that's that. Well, that's it's a picture, and it's the uh, cover of the uh, Chicago Tribune. He's holding uh-huh, it up. Uh-huh. It's a famous uh, photo. What's Bernie got there? <laughs> that's a good one too. <laughs> I like that one, Madam President. Ha! For anybody that's not in the room currently <laughs> with us, yes, we're showing pictures of. Uh, See, there's Thomas Dewey right yeah. there with the mustache. We're we're looking at a historic
0: uh, photo of Harry Truman holding up a uh, an uh, an
1: issue of the Chicago Tribune, 1948. 1948. Today, yeah. yeah, I'd like to have that because I'm sure those are very valuable. If you have one of those, by the way. Oh, I bet. Oh boy. Well, the the paper or yes, the Truman. paper. Truman's glasses too. Yeah. Uh, that is Truman. And Truman wasn't very yeah. valuable. He was broke. You know, he went home. I think he I think he got a, a speeding ticket on the way home from Washington, and he couldn't pay it. He didn't have the money. So anyway, uh, that was, those were the good old days. Ta-ta. Yeah. Mm. We're not like that anymore. Or as the French would say, ton pis." Uh, sh- Literally uh, means too bad. No, how about, about chacon son goût? Too bad for you. To each his own taste. Uh, 1972, Jackie Robinson dies. Wow, he died young. What, what happened to him? 53 years old. Wow. Dead. 2005, Rosa Parks, uh, who you know 9 months before a woman named Claudette Colvine did the same thing in Montgomery yeah was arrested for not uh, but apparently she wasn't the poster girl they wanted for this cuz she was a teenager uh, they say she was pregnant but I looked it up she wasn't mm. apparently they they thought she was pregnant by a married man and that, she was not the not a real shy retiring type so anyway Claudette Colvine was actually the first woman, uh, she should have been...
2: But she didn't die this day, Rosa Parks no, did in 2005. I'm just bringing
1: that up. At 92, wow, she yeah. does. uh Let's see. Oh, 2012, Jeff Blatnick. You guys don't know who this is? Mm-mm. Not wrestling fans. 1984, doesn't really count, but what the hell. Greco-Roman, heavyweight champ. Um, how he, he die? knew that. Uh, Hodgkins, non-Hodgkins lymphoma. Yeah, died young. In fact, he's the guy that uh, is kind of credited with giving MMA its name you know, mixed martial arts. He, he used to do a lot of the uh, – if you look at some of the old ones on YouTube, he's doing the uh, play-by-play or whatever the uh, – um, what would you call that? Commentary, analysis, yeah, commentary, yeah. whatever. That's him. And he did a lot of the uh, NCAA tournaments. Nice guy, apparently. I never met him, but everybody really liked him. Poor guy had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. and he, he's, I think it's probably on YouTube where if you see him after he wins the gold medal in the Greco, he's crying like a baby and everything. And What's his name again? Jeff Blatnick. Wrestled wrestled uh, NCAA Division II national champ for Springfield College, I believe. Uh, yeah, there it is. Blatnick versus Johansson. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Wow. Uh, b- 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 so, yeah, tragic. Died young, Jeff. Any more deaths? Yeah, Maureen O'Hara, one of my favorite actresses. Queen of Technicolor. Although there were literally, there were three queens of Technicolor, Rhonda Fleming, Maria Montez, but this is the big one. Oh, wow. Maureen O'Hara, beautiful woman. Uh, my favorite uh, Maureen O'Hara is probably the Black Swan, not the one with Natalie Portman. The 1942 with Tyrone Power, Laird Krieger, Thomas Mitchell, and George Sanders, directed by Henry King. Great pirate movie. She was also good in At Swords Point, where she's like uh, the daughter of one of the three musketeers. Uh had a lot of, made a lot of, apparently she was uh, John Ford's favorite actress, although uh, he punched her once right in the jaw, and she, she wanted to show she could take it. She did. Tough gal. Did her own stunts. Um, you know, beautiful woman, obviously. Got her big start with, um, oh, uh, Charles Lawton, a Hunchback of Notre Dame, 1939. She's a great Esmeralda. Um, he taught her how to act. She was only like 19, and uh, she looked like 20 years off before she made the movie with John Candy. Um, Oh, what the hell was it? You know the one I'm talking about? She's his mother. One of his last ones, too. Uh, what was that? Uh, she had retired. and She made five movies with uh, Only John... Only the Lonely? Only the Lonely, right. Pretty funny movie. Uh, um, made five movies with John Wayne, whom she really uh, she adored. Uh, and um, I think she made six movies with Anthony Quinn. Made one with Errol Flynn, too.
2: How'd she die? Old age. Old age. She's age. like
1: 94. Let's see, 92? How old was she? 2015 let's see she was 19 and she was born in 20 so she'd been 95 there you go maureen o'hara that's all i got anybody have anything to add besides global warming's a hoax
2: well the uh, we're going to start doing some holidays some (laughs) national holidays um independence day for zambia of the united the united kingdom on this day in 1964
1: which was previously known as southern rhodesia
2: Oh, yes. 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 So that's right. I it wasn't I even Zambia,
1: know. right? That's, there's not. Any other Independence Days today? Uh, no, that's You not. know, i got to watch it because this gal apparently on POF is a geologist and environmentalist. Oh. <laughs> so global warming exists until I get laid. And then I'm going to tell
2: her where she gets off. The first moment that she tries to bring up something like that. No, this no. The whole thing is oh, over. Oh, no.
1: No, no. you got to plan I'm around gonna it? I'm going to bite my tongue. And, no. Oh, yeah, you're you right. bite your tongue. You're absolutely right. I'm, to I'm get la- laid? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna send her links to uh, <laughs> no, these, you're no, you're not podcast. No, you're not.
1: Yes, I am. All right, all right. I'm gonna show you guys her picture. Check her out. Oh my
0: goodness.
2: All right, off. No, air. let's. Well, no, let's you want to see it, it on let's air? See it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you can't okay.
0: see anything on
2: air. This is really well, you got,
1: Yeah, but you guys can comment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let me see. So when she starts talking about her her profession, what are you gonna say? All right.
1: I already, I already complimented
2: her on it. She's got a master's degree in geology. Whatever it takes. Okay.
1: And environmental. She's in some kind of environmental studies or whatever.
2: She's got kids, she's grandkids, I think maybe. Hey, take it easy. What do you th- what do
1: you think about that rack? Man, pretty nice, huh? Yeah. I think those are implants. <laughs> oh, How
2: many shoot. do you think she's got?
1: Three or four? Grandkids, probably. No five. implants. Oh, I
2: don't know. What do you I What do know. you think,
1: Jacques? Uh, <laughs> t- <laughs> t- take your phone. <laughs> so, not, not, a lady good, out there, if you, you're huh?
2: listening and <laughs> you just found an arm on Gachigi and on plenty of fish, <laughs> beware of his yeah. blasphemous <laughs> theories. Stay on, away, Sean. <laughs> uh, this hey. hoax of global warming. That's correct. Hey, listen, I
1: pollution uh, the oceans clean them up. That's all right with me. Clean up the air. That's fine. But global warming. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. Keeps keep wasted money. Time keep will global tell. warming it. Global. Yeah, what a hundred years, two hundred. Well, you know, but like, here's, here's a really here's a really good. Uh, Uh-oh. I gotta put the headphones back <laughs> on. He's gonna say something. Okay, let's let's
0: let's let's say it's it's not real, and we spend a bunch of money on it. Right. You know. We yeah. a bunch of money.
1: Right. No big deal. Trillion dollars a year. Yeah. Glo- couldn't that, globally? Couldn't that money be better used, though, to, to, is, like to clean up the oceans is or that, anything? Is that money better used? Yes. When? There, there's a, Where? No, it's, it, it could be. Currently, yeah. Of course it could be. It has potential, but it's not being used in a but better way. But why just waste it? Why throw it away? You don't think that has any impact on the economy?
0: Well, you're not throwing it away. Any money oh. that
1: you spend
0: on even, On a hoax? Whether it's a hoax or not, it's still going back into the economy one way or another. Okay, not, then why
1: don't we do what Keynes said? I'll pay you five hundred bucks an hour to dig a hole and then to fill it back in, just so we get money I, flowing here. I, I don't see how
0: you you think that you know like that that the the heat being absorbed into the atmosphere is not going it's, to change. That's not happening. By that is not happening.
1: It is not happening. Okay, but <laughs> but what?
0: But you you think that money being spent is going to somehow disappear? Like, <laughs>
1: I think it's it's not disappearing; it's being wasted, which is worse. Well, don't just, even print it. It's just being circulated around in a different uh, way. Oh, really? So it doesn't matter how you spend the money, as long as it's spent. Is that your? Is that how you do your? Is that no, how you I, work your economics? I don't,
0: but like, if you if you spend money uh, to
1: combat uh, the climate change, you're not losing that money. There's only so much money, though, right? You you don't think that we could spend that instead of spending it on on climate change? We could spend it on clean water for Africans well, or the, AIDS. Or mosquito netting, or cleaning the oceans. Some people would argue that that's a waste. I think they, I, I, I don't think
0: they have a lot of empathy. But my point is simply that, like, you spending money in at any time at any point in history is not necessarily a waste because that money doesn't disappear. It's gonna come back in one way or another. I don't know how you. I don't know where you yeah, learned your but, economics. Uh, well, throwing uh, what, money away isn't. Is, Okay, are you just specifically referring to government coffers? Is that what you're talking about? Is that is that where the money is being wasted? Well,
1: the, the money comes from taxes. People are uh, right. So mostly money that from goes, corporations that could be using it for research and development, so money hiring that people goes into government coffers. What do you mean? All of it is spent by governments. Yeah. Well, although although I got to admit, some Exxon and some of these corporations waste money too, just to look like they're doing something. Yeah, BP I mean, and all these. Yeah, they waste money too. Okay. Well, no, but my so my my. my Mm-hmm. My point here
0: is that so let's say that they spend I don't know let's just throw out a wild number like trillion dollars a year that's what the number trillion is trillion dollars that you can apparently uh, find out of nowhere on your budget too so uh, no you can print it that, that's that's called inflation <laughs> well, yeah so who get who does that hurt the poor people no no but not 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 printing it like not, well not, the money not, comes not from somewhere inflation. so no but money that that is actually in the government coffers that's not written on you know napkins or IOUs. To money
1: that's taken out of the private sector uh, and used well, for something that's totally from total folly yeah but i mean okay it, it that, goes that has an effect back, yes i would say it does but it
0: will go from government coffers back into private sector and then be recirculated
1: no, therein it's, it's paying for something that's ridiculous what if we took all that money and 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 put it into a project to go to alpha centauri right and just send a spaceship off there you think that's money well spent a trillion dollars. I don't think it's actually money bad spent, and, and I'm no—I'm being perfectly honest with you. What is money badly spent? I'm, I'm going to define Alpha that.
2: Tori where, where part of the galaxy? Are we? <laughs> that that way. That way. Okay. Yeah.
1: Follow my finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, I'm, I'm pointing at my crotch. Yes.
2: yes.
1: Well, not originally, you know, and I don't was... like guys with mustaches anyway, so I don't want you touching me. All right. What are you talking about? What are you talking? About? Now, what were you talking? I, I, what is money badly spent? I just want to hear this.
0: Money badly spent. Yes. Um, the RNC? I, and the
1: dNC I mean, oh they, you know, like i do
0: all the NCs. i agree hey I, no honestly like what yeah. a, I, i i am not I'm not for either of the two parties
1: that are in power no, I, I was that was just not a joke all. i'm just saying theoretically, then there's no quote poorly spent money as long as it's spent well, and recirculated into the economy
0: yeah i mean like, poorly spending money is spending more money than you have.
1: <laughs> we're doing that.
0: Uh, of course, we are. All right, and, and 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 it has come to that, and a lot of it has been like you know budgets that were set up in war times, and they didn't incrementally you know drop back from those policies. Well, then wouldn't it be do.
1: better to use that trillion dollars a year to, to just fight deficit, pay off the de- pay off the debt? I would I would hazard that is a better way to spend well, your yeah, money. Except
0: for that, we don't have
1: that three trillion dollars a year. You know, it's not year. three tr. It's tr- a trillion. It's a trillion globally. I think the United States is about three hundred billion which is not an insignificant amount of money. Uh, no, I thought it was
0: actually closer to like 42 trillion or something. what, what is the US no, debt? i talk- right no, I'm
1: not not the debt. I'm talking about the what we spend annually on global warming oh, research wor- worldwide? Yeah, it's a trillion dollars apparently. Hmm. Well, I forgot that there's a real-time All right. debt
0: clock. Oh my god, I'm going to 20 trillion. The, the that's around 20 trillion. 20 trillion, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually coming right now. 20, 20 trillion, 426 billion, 728 million, that, 910. 10, right. It's 660 20, 30, billion this 40, year. 000. Yeah, you do that. Uh, like, just leave the clock running.
1: And uh, yeah. No, there's, a, there's an online clock. you can. Right. You can, I know.
0: You can watch it. In well, real that's time. what I'm saying. That'd be a great
1: show. Just have you continually uh, count. Yeah, count, count I, that up I for can't us. Can count you do that, that for a few fast. days? You sure can't. Yeah. All right, well, anyway, on that depressing note, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's get out
2: of here. Um, this has been October 24th, <laughs> <laughs> correct? Am I correct Yes. Andrew, yes, October 24th, Go get a shave. Yes, I'm going to go get a shave. Armand does not like my caterpillar that I have resting on the top of my lip. Yes, that, You don't listen to him. No, yeah. I don't. I won't. <laughs> He's I, just I, jealous. I um, you see we'll the be jugs back. In that chick? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back on October 25th. He's just jealous of your decency. Maybe with Tony <laughs> yeah. in the room. Um, Armand would like a not. Don't forget to go to thisdayinhistorypodcast.com and like and subscribe and share everything on that site. Our, all of Armand's blasphemous theories will be found on there. We'll be back tomorrow, October 25th, here on lineupmedia.fm.